Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Cross-court, Sherfield, Uson, count it! Well, Grove sets physical, hard screens, does he not? Like a snowplow. Three ball, count that one, Jalen Hill. Reaching and lunging really sets himself up. Well, they set him up for a corner three, and he knocks it down. Grant Sherfield, 23 points. Two on one, Hill. Oh, wow! A determined dunk by Jalen Hill. Keep the ball in the hands of Sherfield. Don't get live ball turnovers. Shorten this game now as much as you can with 8.35 to go. Sherfield knocks another three right in the face of Bradley. And they have started the SEC chant Oklahoma has. <laughs> I'm not sure what message they're sending there. They know they're going to that league, but... The Oklahoma Sooners in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, a conference they're soon going to be a part of, by 24 points, wipe out the number two team in the country, Alabama. Final score, 93-69, and here they come. Sixty-nine. <laughs> and they stay there. And they stay there. Ah, oh, that's just beautiful. Yes, I saw the degenerates out there on Twitter trying to tag me with the score. I, you guys are so childish. I would never lower myself to that level. Come on. I laugh every single game because I get those same tweets. They tag both of us. Hey, look at the final score. Bama scored 69. I think OU shot 69% from the field. They had a field day with that. God, it just makes me laugh every time it happens. You can always Beautiful. expect it. People don't miss it. Uh, it's it's fantastic, just like the way OU played on Saturday. Fantastic. Beautiful. So you're telling me there's a bunch of uh, ref army in the stands running around like I did on bowling night whenever I shot the 69? That's what it looked like. I saw a guy in a uh, ref uh, hoodie that was uh, holding up the 6 and the 9 uh, in the air at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. I think we should do that. We should start making some printouts, like the the cardboard cutouts that you can take to the game. Uh, you know, that's 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 right up our alley. What a game, though, right? Yeah. How about that? No, that was uh, awesome. Can they? Are, are they capable of playing better than how they played on Saturday? I, I don't know if they are. That was about as flawless as this team has looked in a long time. Can they play better than they played Saturday? Can they play? Like they did on Saturday again. Uh, is that it? I mean, can we get back to that level? I, it, it, that if awesome. not, hey, I, it, it was a fun time on Saturday, man. Wow, that's the most fun I've had at the LNC um, at least since Buddy Heald was on campus. 
The atmosphere yeah. was fantastic. The crowd was great. Um, the students were there. It was uh, Saturday. I, I didn't feel it going into the game, but Saturday ended up being the perfect storm to host the number two team in the country. Agree. It's not that they just won. Like it wasn't. Like, they led by what seventeen and a half, and Bama got uh, it yeah, down it to an eleven point game. But then after that, like it was never in question. No, it, uh, it didn't. It didn't feel like it was in question hardly at all. Um, like I, that's the only complaint, and it's not a complaint at all. Is that uh, it wasn't wasn't much of a game, but it was fun to sit back and watch the guys play. You know, great basketball, stress free, defend well, run the floor well, uh, dominate on the glass, shoot the lights out from three. It was just fun to see those guys cut it loose after after that TCU game. We had our questions going in, right? And, <laughs> and rightfully so. I Just effort and attitude and all of those things. And, boy, they answered the questions on that. That was, that was something to watch. That was fun. And I feel good for those guys. You know, it's a grinder, man. It's not easy. And, you know, whenever you show up and you're, you're trying as, as hard as you can, week in, week out, night in, night out, and you're just not getting results, just turns into a miserable experience. So uh, while it was fun to watch – and I enjoyed it. I'm glad those guys had yeah. that victory. That was cool. Sherfield looked like someone challenged him oh, before the man. game, man. And he had 18 at halftime. It's like, okay, well, he struggled here in the second half recently. And I think he missed his first couple of shots in the second half. But then after that, he was he was the best player on the, fo- on the floor for the first 20 minutes and the best player on the floor for the last 20 minutes. And there was a guy on the other sideline that's probably going to be drafted top three in the upcoming NBA draft. Yeah. He was the best player, and there was zero question about it. Doing well, it, um, attacking the basket, shots from the outside. You get that, Grant Sherfield, and you can do some very nice things. What I thought was great is we all know what Oklahoma's record is is in conference right now. They're two and six in conference. They're just they've been hovering right there on the edge of a tournament team or a or a team on the outside looking in for you know it feels like several weeks now. And you know, not really, not really getting a lot of attention across the country. Well, if you haven't been watching, I think that that was like the biggest coming out party right there for Sherfield. Yeah, uh, to have that type of a game against the number two team in the country. There's a lot of people out there that know about him now. He's the story, but Jalen Hill with 26 Stunt. points, best game of his career. Uh, you, you needed that, man. Tanner Groves I thought was really good as well with 14 points. So offensively scored 93 points. It's just – I don't know. You look back at that game, you're like, did they miss? Did they miss a, did they miss a three-pointer all, uh, no. all afternoon? And, you know, it, it, it was a simple breakdown of the game uh, going into it. Like, well, you're just going to have to light it from three and hope they miss a lot of shots, and that's exactly what happened. I thought it was more about OU making a ton of shots than it was Alabama maybe not shooting as well as they normally do. Like – like oh, 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 you earned that win. Like there was nothing fluky about that one. Yeah, sure. Alabama didn't play its best game of the year, but still, like oh, you deserved to win with that performance. They were they were awesome. Yep, they were. It was great. Uh, students stormed the court, which I thought <laughs> was fantastic. It. Here's the thing, and I heard you guys on uh, on Locked Out talking about it earlier, <laughs> and I, I get out. I get. Your perspective, I get Parker's perspective, 
for the the people texting in about act like you've been there should never rush the court if we're trying to hold them to a standard this is this is what we should expect here's the thing man like that works in a world where we sell out the LNC every home game for basketball right sure when you don't you look for opportunities where the students have fun enjoy it and want to come back and be a part of it again you know i totally agree I, with that i i understand like in a, in a perfect world for me yeah you wouldn't storm the court you'd act like you've done it a million times you act like you're the best team in the country you line up you shake hands you go into the locker room you start preparing for the next one like all of that i get and trust me that's typically how i think but like we're trying to get we're trying to get some energy and some excitement around the program like for those players you didn't see those players running out into the middle and jumping up and down. They went right, right over there and shook hands, okay? They did act like they've been there. But the student section, I, that's what you want from them. It is. You want them to be energized. You want them to be excited. You want them to have a, a riot of a time to where you the next come home back. game, You want them back. to come back, yeah. Exactly. Like that's the best crowd you've had all year long and the best crowd you've had in a few years. And when you get that type of crowd, you want it to be an awesome atmosphere and to where the students and families are like, that was awesome. I want to come back to that. You achieve that on Saturday. I don't know what the crowd's going to look like on Wednesday with the uh, current weather situation that's going on, but people are going to want to come back after what they saw on Saturday. It was awesome. I, I had a, a blast, man. It was fun. I, uh, I saw your boy D-Walk, by the way. Oh, really? David Walker, uh, former OU offensive lineman. Yeah. Nice. He, uh, he looks like he could still play. Yeah. Yeah. In shape, man. In shape. He, I still feel like he's 18 years old for some reason. I know he's not, but uh, we're all just we're just trying to fight off old age as long as we can. That's yeah. cool that he was there. Yeah. It was, yeah. looked like the crowd was great. It did. Yeah, I saw some Ref Army members out there, which is fun. Um, let's get to the text line, though, because they're on okay. one already today. <laughs> Alabama. Was it motivated because they weren't playing for a national championship? That's from the 918. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, hey, Teddy and Tyler, sorry I'm late to the show. Any news on Levy to Rutgers for the offensive analyst job? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's looking into the Rutgers gig. I heard they've got a, a graduate assistant role still open, but he'd have to go back to school, so they're checking his uh, – his, uh, his class schedule. Saban That's just good. got permission through Clark Stroud to interview Coach Grinch and Benny <laughs> Wiley. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, question for you guys or the Ref Army. Louder in the LNC on Saturday or after the Billy Tubbs announcement to crowd oh first Missouri? Again, great meeting you on Saturday, Missouri Sooner. The, it, against Missouri, it's not even close. Now, I didn't live that era – Okay, Tyler, but I've been told by numerous people that you know, no matter who you're playing, hottest ticket in town. I guess they had like did they have standing room only seats also to where people were all standing around the concourse area? There there For wasn't that Missouri an open game? seat. Well, just in general during that, that nah, time period. Well, I I think it was a battle even then. Like there were more sellout crowds then. But I still think it was a a battle back in the 80s when they had it rolling to get full pack stands every single game. Well, I'll tell you this. It 
the LNC definitely has its flaws. And I could sit here all day and list them out, and I don't even need to. Everyone knows what they are. But it makes for a really, really loud arena. There's something about it to where it it's just yeah. it's it's very loud whenever you're in there, no matter how big the crowd is. So I'm sure it was a roar. That, well, that was my takeaway, too, is like, yeah, there, there's some real flaws with the LNC. We'll see in five years if OU's playing basketball there or not. But it did show, like, if people show up, it can not it can be a good atmosphere in that place. Yep. Saturday Saturday showed that. Yep. No, that was awesome. I say the next time we win at home, anytime the students storm the, the court, you ever been to a Thunder game when they drop, like, those parachutes out of the rafters? Yeah, never, there never got be one like, of those free pizzas that was attached to it or whatever it was. Well, I used to say there should be, like, a natty light attached to it, oh and we drop them out God. onto the court. Huh? Oh, there's an idea. Look at this guy. He's got a marketing brain. He's got a marketing brain. Cheap beer and everything. Keep the That's cost right. down. Uh, text line, KREF Army was there looking for Ted to pick up the tab. Yeah, I know. Uh... Started. He kind of weaseled Rain his check. way out of that a couple of weeks ago, so I don't know if that's going to happen or <laughs> Rain not. Rain check. I, I got scared instantly. As soon as you said a couple hundred people, I was like, oh, what? Uh, 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 I'll just see myself out. There was SEC chants going on. There were overrated chants going on. They even played Dixieland Delight when all the students and the fans were on the floor. Oh, uh, nice. Some had an issue with that, but I say bring on the petty. Bring on the fun, bring on the chance, just make it a, a, a memorable atmosphere. Right. But I don't know if everyone was uh, up for the Dixieland Delight after the game, which is a song that Alabama plays, if, if you don't know. Um, it's a great song. Really good song. But they have their own. Um, They've added some lyrics in they there? They have their own lyrics to the song, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, you could. Hey. Whenever someone has their song and you beat them, you can party to their song to throw it in their face a little bit. Come on. And I wish I could enjoy sing this thing uh, a little bit. the lyrics that they sing. However, I cannot, unfortunately. Who's Basically, it? It? They're, telling, uh, Alab- they're telling Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU to go, uh, you know what. Pretty sure you can guess. To go fishing? Pretty warm. fishing? Yeah, pretty warm. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> You're on the right path. Oh, good stuff. All right, let's hit an opening timeout. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. Newcastle Casino today. We'll be back. Couldn't feel better. I'm together with my Dixieland delight. You love the Sooners, and we love talking about them. (laughs) Keep it dialed in to Sports Talk 99.3 FM and 1400 AM. All season long with The Rush. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. With a Buckus Award winner and Sooner sideline analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The Rush. Go big and drive home. Save on the new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab and take $2,500 off MSRP and 2.9% for up to 60 months. Denali AT4 and AT4X are excluded. And don't miss out on the remaining new 2022 GMCs on the lot. Only at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Don't dream it, drive it. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. 
Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. The world is full of anchors Meant to keep you in place But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them So every time you raise a Pacifico Let it be a reminder to live life anchors up place to play in 2023 is right here at Riverwind. With over 2,800 of your favorite games. And with the best rewards program in OKC. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the Metro's best casino experience. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Watching football, riding his motorcycle, and of course playing cards with his friends were just some of the many hobbies that Dad had. When he passed away, the staff at Primrose assisted us in capturing the essence of Dad's life. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow them to assist your family just the way they did mine. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solution Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. the rush on a Monday. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Keep the text going there. Uh, we will get to those momentarily. OU uh, does have the number four recruiting class again on 24-7 Sports. Nice. Why? 
because they hit him with the hind over the weekend. Taylor Heim uh, commits to OU on Friday night. So for the next four to five years, I guess we can play this. <laughs> you ready to hit him with the Heim? I am. I cannot wait. Um, so that's big time. That what that that bumped them up um, just in front of. I mean, just like barely to number four, but they're holding steady with signing day coming up on Wednesday. That's funny. I was um, I was talking with um, someone close to the program. And I made a comment about all of the linebackers that we're signing, and uh, I was like, you know, I don't know how we're going to be good, on, uh, how good we're going to be on defense, but man, we're going to have a really good kickoff coverage and punt coverage team because we've got inside linebackers coming out of our ears right now, and twelve deep at the cheetah position. Seems yeah. like that's what everyone's coming into. Well, he could play cheetah. We'll see. Yeah. Well, hey, here's the thing. Um, you want athletes with some good length that can run, and he checks the box, 6'4", 190. You know, he'll grow into that, put some size on, I'm sure. And whenever you're 6'4", you can play edge, you can play backer, you can play safety, you can play cheetah. You can, you can do almost anything defensively at that height with, with that length if you can run. So... Uh, I think that's awesome. Good for him. I'm glad that glad he got that offer. I'm glad that that BV is sticking close to home. Um, you know, these I think these are important offers. And you know, my hope is that some of these guys, these these local guys, uh, you've got to hit on a couple of them, right? Oh, totally, and man. It'll reinforce that idea, and once it reinforces it. The local kids know that they've got a chance. I think it just, I think it all just feeds back into itself. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine being that kid, man. It's uh, like two weeks before the second signing day. You don't have any Power 5 offers, but you're going to go get to play Division One football somewhere and at a pretty good school. Like, you've got some options. And then OU, of all places, comes in late. It's your only Power 5 offer. I don't know if he grew up an OU fan or not, um, but OU, o, OU offers late directly from the head coach. Like, your, your situation just totally flips. I, yeah. I, I just – I don't know. I just think it's really cool for a kid uh, out of Bethany to get that opportunity. And I was just watching some of his um, – his highlights from his senior year and saw him score on multiple pick sixes, okay. a touchdown catch on basically a fade, and on a uh, on a run play where they just snapped it to him at quarterback. So I was telling Parker earlier, it's like, okay, he's the kid, like he's clearly the best player on the team, clearly the most athletic. They just put him in every situation and just say, hey, man, go make a play for us. We're going to throw it to you. We're going to snap it to you. We'll put you on defense. Just, just go make something happen. And judging by that highlight reel, he made something happen uh, very frequently. That's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, you think at his signing day, if I was him, I'd just take like an Alabama hat, a Georgia hat, <laughs> uh, maybe a Michigan or Ohio State hat, and an Oklahoma hat. And just, 
Like no one knows any better, right? I think you got to put a Western Michigan hat on the table as well, just to mix it yeah. up. You know, it's just a it's just a picture. You know, the five years from now, nobody's going to remember, and you'll be able to act like you got all those big time offers and chose Oklahoma. He is a three star, but golly, Kirby offered him, Nick offered him. <laughs> well, that's what what in the Adams kid out of. Uh, what was it, Avaso? He was a three-star kid till he got offered, right? Uh, yeah, he bumped up to Cole Adams. Ended up being a four-star. I don't yeah. remember what he was at the time. Yeah, there you go. Let's see. Teddy said someone close to the program doesn't mean doesn't he mean program? Yeah, I caught that too, Camo Sooner. It was disappointing. I, I said it wrong. Daggum Is it. the head coach someone close to the program? Because that's obviously who you're talking about here. I'm. It's not obvious who I'm talking about. But yes, the head football coach would check that box. Just listen to the... So would the uh, the janitor. <laughs> yeah, I guess technically so. 918, just listen to Alabama students' version of Dixie Land Delight. If and when OU comes up with a song that is sang in the stadium, it will free up some prime season tickets from all the blue hairs having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, it, it had gotten so bad, um, Alabama fans and what they were... Or Alabama students and what they were yelling during that song that the Alabama PA guy has to try and, like, blur it out with, long, like, a long beat Auburn instead of what the students actually say about Auburn. <laughs> it, it, do, it doesn't work, in case you're wondering. Uh, what, a, what a lame move. Come on. I, everyone knows what's happening. You can't you, I guess you can't bleep out something unless you uh, – that would be funny if they just played this horribly loud, annoying beep in the stadium whenever they did it. I know. That's funny, though. Um, it's late January, still no Big 12 schedule. The text line is asking. I don't know. Oh. I, 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 I mean, I don't know when that's going to happen. What's the scuttlebutt on the uh, schedule release? The scuttlebutt is going to be released, or released in late January. Guess what ends tomorrow? Or Wednesday, I guess, late January. Well, yeah, it's we're running out of time in late January, I guess, aren't we? And there's been no like typically, especially whenever you've got something that it's it's delayed for a reason, and it's a story that it's delayed. So if it was about to be released, like if it was a five o'clock release or something today, you feel like you'd start to get some wind of it. Um, I, I don't know, Twitter or, or whatever through the grapevine, but I've heard nothing, which, you know, I am out of the loop, but does it seem like there's there's anything that's uh, that makes you feel like it's about to happen? Yeah, at this point, I think they need uh, to wait until the season actually starts and do like a Sunday night unveiling of who you're going to play the next week. <laughs> be awesome, wouldn't it? That would. Oh, sorry, we're on a six-day hold. You're going to have to wait six more days to see who you play in week six. Sorry, guys. You don't sorry know you. who you're playing, where you're playing, what time the game is, what network it's going to be on. Nothing. S- surprise. That's awesome. Better show that up at be 11 a.m. just to be safe every single Come week. Come on. You know, really, that's how it should be. You know? Eliminate all this crap with everyone. I mean, you'd have to do all of your due diligence, your uh, your stuff before the season. I, I don't know. Maybe the coaches are already overworked as it is. Maybe not. But that would be fun if you didn't know who it was going to be. Then I can justify the calls we get every single week up here at the station that say, hey, man, I'm a big OU fan. Uh, who they play this week? Oh, they play Texas? All right. What time is that? 
11 a.m.? Okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I don't know. So we don't, we, we've heard nothing about uh, a schedule release that's imminent. We've heard nothing about what's caused the delay. We, we're, we still have radio silence. That's what you're telling me. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm annoyed about about it. But you know what? If it helps OU just get a little bit better of a home schedule, I guess I'll wait even two more months if that's what it takes. Just please don't make me pay for season tickets next next year with the crap home schedule. Would you be willing to sacrifice a fall football season to really just to stick it to the Big 12? You want to opt out of this upcoming season? Is what you want to do? Yeah, like if they just opt out and it ruins everything. Like they don't get their payday. They don't get anything. They play each other for nothing. And we just say, no, we're not playing. Boy. <laughs> would you, yeah. Would you be willing to do that? Yeah. To prove a point? Mike Gundy would be the happiest person on the planet if OU decided to opt out of the season next year. But, well, I don't think they should play. Yeah, I think they shit out. You know, it's a good idea to opt out. No, yes, I, yes. If it sticks it to the Big Twelve and watch them crater, I think it'd be amazing. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the reason for the delay is. Who could I call to figure out what's happening? Uh, a source close to the program, the janitor that you were just talking about. He might know. He or she. Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe. Uh, Maybe tech- we could. We need to find something out. We need some scuttlebutt. Maybe the text line can help out with Scuttlebutt. Sugar okay. Shane in Newcastle says, love y'all for various reasons, but the main reason has to be the fact that you both say dagum. Us dagummers are a dying breed. I hate to break it to you. There's one place and one place only that I say that. It's the radio. Um, I, have, I have a foul mouth whenever I'm not on radio. I would agree with that, yeah. And it's not something I'm proud of. Trust me. You know what? I Actually, think you're kind of proud of it. A, a little proud of it. I feel like I'm. I feel like I've gotten way better, but my son is to the age now that he even knows. Like, whenever I'm, I'm having an outburst and I'm trying to hide what I was about to say. He'll say, uh, you were about to say a bad word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. What are you uh, kidding? No. This Come text on. says, hey, we watch a show about hypothetical playoff rankings for five weeks. Why not a show for the next week's schedule? Yeah. Great point. Yeah. There's no real, there's no real, uh, like, we've seen before that you can get a hotel in a week easy for, you know, 350 people and a, traveling fan base like uh, no one would have any hotels reserved anywhere so they'd be right. they'd yeah. be wide open who cares on the schedule at this point every day that goes by i hold out hope it's because we are finally getting out of this 11 a.m conference of mediocrity let me be clear i do not care about the schedule i only care about why it's delayed that's the bigger story here yeah, I, feel I like wanted, that's a juicy story. I want to know who's throwing their weight around, what's on the line, uh, what's the holdup. Don't care. 
we know for the most part who we're going to play, where we're going to be. We don't know the two teams from the, the former Big 12 that we won't be playing, but we know for the most part what's going to happen. Like, I, don't, I really don't care about that. I just care about, I care about the drama. I mean, this is our version of keeping up with the Kardashians, okay? Yeah. Hey, back to basketball real quick before we hit a break. I just want to read you about uh, three or four message board posts from Alabama fans. Okay. Uh, during and after the game. Here's one that says, not even joking, how much do you think these refs were paid? I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> that's, that's number one. Well, uh. <laughs> I will say that I felt like we got the benefit of the officiating. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I guess I felt I like they let them play. Like they were roughing them up in the paint, and I'm fine with that as long as it's consistent. I'm fine with it. Um, you know, it's amazing what happens when we play someone that is not in the Big Twelve. And the, uh, the, the officiating and the conference just loosens their hands around our neck a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's nice. Uh, I wish someone would break Groves' nose. Dude is a complete douche. That's something that was said during the game. Um, this one says, I'm so glad that Dykes doesn't believe in us and believes in the idea we're solely reliant on the three ball. Hope his blank and blank – has fun, blank and blank. I can't read the last part. It's something about what uh, – it has to do with he and Eric Musselman and, well, let your imagination wander there. Interesting. Okay. Last one, also Dykes can go unalive himself. <laughs> so that was from Bipolar Bear on Bama Online. So oh, obviously, obviously they handled that one well. Nailed it. That's great. Well, fantastic mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, quick timeout. Our number one rolls on hanging out Newcastle Casino today. I forty four exit one oh seven. Always got great promotions going on. I'm here in front of the front row sports bar. We got happy hour every day from three to six with drink special. You women will take on TCU at six p.m. and it's fan appreciation, fan appreciation nine I should say, which means free admission to anyone and everyone who feels like they can make it safely to the Lloyd Noble Center. So you get into the game for free. And there will also be a post-game celebration for Taylor Robertson uh, as she broke the NCAA three-point record mm. on Saturday. Did you see the video that Steph Curry sent her? I did not. Yeah, so Steph Curry sent her a video congratulating her. Are the Warriors in town tonight? I, f- I feel like I read that uh, she gets to meet him this evening. Maybe so. It's pretty cool. How about that? So, That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Get out there for free tomorrow, 6 p.m., Lloyd Noble Center. Celebrate Taylor Robertson uh, breaking the NCAA three-point record. So in the past 12 months, you have a new three-point queen in women's college basketball, yeah. and you have a new home run queen here in Norman. Yeah, And I'm sure like the women's gymnastics team also accomplished something individually pretty outstanding in the past 12 months, but that's, that's pretty good. That ain't bad. Nope. That's excellent. Great stuff. As I always tell you, Tyler, Oklahoma is the center of the sports universe. And, yes, Warriors Thunder tonight, nice. 7 p.m. Tomorrow, This is from the text line. Tomorrow is the deadline for schedules to be released per the network contracts or contracts could be voided. This came from Craig Way this morning. So, according to this text, Texas play-by-play voice Craig Way, I didn't hear this. 
But apparently he's saying tomorrow is the deadline for schedules to be released per the network contracts or they're voided. That's interesting. Ooh. Tasty. Very tasty. What do you say? Uh, now, Sign me up for the chaos? Or? Yeah, now I'm not rooting for it to be released tomorrow all of a sudden, <laughs> right? Um, what are the chances that Oklahoma and Texas are backdooring their way into the uh, SEC through this little move? Uh, very small percentage chance, but maybe not completely off the table. How, how would you feel about that with the uh, current shape of the football program? Sign me up, Like dude. it, love it, or hate it. What do I give a rip? Let's go play some football. Well, I, I know you don't want to go through another six and seven season next year. I think you well, do give a rip. We, ju- we just went six and seven. How much worse can it get? Don't ever. I, I hate when you say things like that. I know. That's why I say it most Never of the time. Never challenge worse. <laughs> Never do it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, it, would, it would be miserable if we found out. Next year that we're hosting Alabama. And It'd be awesome as well. Going to South Carolina. It would and, be awesome. It'd be cool. Right. Okay. So at least we're on the same page here. Wow. Would you well, Like, seriously, would you say there's any chance that that is realistically on the table at this point? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Because SEC's already released their schedule. I can make another I, one. I, yeah, they could, but I don't. I don't think so. It'd be some 4D chess going on, though, right? To wait out the schedule release, have the schedule be null and void. The OU and Texas are out of it. The networks are out of it. Lays the pathway to head to the Southeastern Conference early. That just that works too well. I don't think that's what's happening. Yeah, the Big 12 has some momentum right now. I mean, they just had a team in the national championship. I'm guessing the Big 12 has some momentum. But uh, that would uh, that take a big hit to the momentum if OU and Texas secretly find a way into the SEC next year. And that's the big story in college football. Like The Big yeah. 12 would still get viewership, but obviously I, I think it would probably go down pretty significantly if OU and Texas were in the league next year. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but admittedly, I like the drama. I just wish I knew what the drama was, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, By the way, there was some drama last night in the NFL, and I found this audio clip just for you because I know that you'll love this. Uh, The Joseph Osai penalty late in the game at Arrowhead last night. Here's what it sounded like on the uh, Bengals radio network. Two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out Uh, of bounds. And the Bengals push him after he was out of bounds. Multiple flags are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Uh, We love when uh, color guys just step all over their play-by-play guy. What is he doing? No! No. Man... That was hard to watch. Um, I hate it for the player. I hate it for the end of that game that it just essentially handed Kansas City the football game after uh, what was an awesome back and forth the entire night. Just hate it for that guy. That play is uh, the the fact that they all went careening into the bench 
I thought Osai tore his ACL. I thought the poor guy, I don't know if he was an athletic trainer or what, that they rolled up. I thought he was dead. It just, it looked awful. But I, he, he, it just, uh, I hate that the, that's the way the game ended. Hate it. Hate it for everybody involved. Um, him especially, because he played a hell of a football game. Yeah, he did. And he's just, he's trying to lay it all on the line to keep them from getting a first down. And it's just the smallest of pushes. And But that, that call's going to get flagged every time. I, yeah, I know on a guy like Patrick Mahomes, it. yeah, it, it absolutely is. It, it's it, going to get flagged every single time. I hate it. I hate it. That's one of those where you just keep the whistle in the mouth and give the shrug to play on, you know, like the NBA officials do sometimes. Uh, people would have been so mad. Kansas City fans would have rioted if I, they wouldn't have called that. I felt bad in the moment for him, and then I logged on Twitter, and OU fans did not share that feeling. Um, there was a bit of a victory lap going on since Osai played at the University of Texas. OU fans were very yeah. much making fun of him in that moment. Judge uh, that however you'd like, but... Yeah. You know... I, you know how I feel about Texas, but I, I don't ever want to see uh, – I shouldn't say I don't ever want to see. Maybe I'm not that good of a person. <laughs> I just didn't want to see that last night. I didn't want to see a guy on the bench feel like he ruined the entire season for him. He did not. Uh, I would blame the punter, the punt return team, first and foremost, and then – that play was just it was a bad move that didn't sum up his night or his season. And the punt returns what cost them, though. I do agree with that. Yes. Yeah. What? What are they doing? The punter. What he hit a line drive right down the strike zone, the middle of the field to the returner. Come on. It was unfortunate for Osai, but it did give us this audio clip. Two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Finish. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out uh, of bounds. And the Bengals no. push him after no. he was out of bounds. Multiple flags <laughs> are going to tack 15 <laughs> yards onto this play. We play a lot of audio clips on this show. I've never heard a, a, a color commentator that upset, though, during the middle of the play. It uh, almost sounds like someone pushing a button, dropping in <laughs> random noises into uh, the broadcast. No, no, <laughs> or getting someone getting onto their kid in the middle of the play. Oh wow, that's it, it. It's frustrating. I feel like I do that sometimes whenever it's a big moment in the game and let a quarterback out of the pocket. That's you drop, on third and nineteen. Drop a big pass, third and nineteen. Yeah, it. Sometimes it just, <laughs> the frustration just comes out. All right, we got to hit a timeout. Quick break. Keep the text coming in, 651-3439. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Bringing you the physical, relentless, suffocating coverage of the Sooners you deserve. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Buicks are back. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno has a lot full of new 2023 envisions. That's right, several to choose from. Take up to 3100 off MSR Street. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. 
Watching football, riding his motorcycle, and of course playing cards with his friends were just some of the many hobbies that Dad had. When he passed away, the staff at Primrose assisted us in capturing the essence of Dad's life. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow them to assist your family just the way they did mine. Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of The Rush. Cavens offers remodeling, roofing, water restoration, facility maintenance, and a whole lot more. Give Cavens a call today, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. Tulsa, Cavens is here to serve you as well. 918-282-7612. 918-282-7612. What is going on with Jim Harbaugh? A few weeks ago, he released that <laughs> statement. After a two-hour Zoom call with the Broncos, like, eh, you know, what did he say about um, never try to find more than happy or something like that? Well, apparently, um, Greg Penner flew to Ann Arbor last week to meet with Jim Harbaugh again a couple of weeks after that statement. Now, it didn't sound like a deal was reached between the two sides, but um, I don't know. Harbaugh's seriously flirting with the NFL once again, even though we thought it was over with. It's so... Stupid and unnecessary. Uh, it's ridiculous. All you have to say is, hey, I've enjoyed my time at Michigan. I think I want to stay, but I've got to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm still intrigued by the NFL. I feel like I've got some unfinished business in the NFL. And there's still possibly some opportunities for me. I'm taking it slow, trying to take in all the information, and I'll keep everyone updated. Why release some extravagant message with some big, deep quote in there about being happy? Just be honest. Yeah. That's all you have to do. That's it. You know, and I, I was. Why does everyone make this thing so damn difficult? It's I, the easiest thing in the world. I was under the impression that when he released the statement, and I think uh, did their AD release a statement too, that a new contract was attached to all of that. That's normally what happens, right? Like you, you talk the head coach into staying, and he gets a new deal. I guess Jim Harbaugh still doesn't have a new deal with Michigan, which makes things a, a whole lot more interesting on that front. Like, I think he'll be the head coach at Michigan next year, but. Homeboy just Who continues cares? to flirt with the league. It's weird. Who cares if he doesn't have a new deal? Like, is it a sign of disrespect? All right? Like, you need an extra million dollars a year. I mean, I understand getting your value. I, I, I get it. But is it worth, is it worth like, lying uh, I don't think Russell dishonest? Wilson. I don't think Russell Wilson's play right now was worthy of lying. No, <laughs> and I wouldn't and I be go, running that job either. I don't. I don't get it. I go back to the original point. If he spent money, like if he had a couple of yachts, was known for living it up in Vegas, and drove uh, a red Ferrari to school every day in Michigan. Like, I would understand it. Hey, the guy needs an extra million a year. I could see why. But he doesn't spend any of no, it. No, he wears the same four uh, pairs of khakis. He just rotates them throughout the week. That's what I'm saying. Why does it matter? 
If you don't care about money, why does it matter? Power, I guess. I don't know. Quick timeout. Hour number two, The Rush. Coming up next. Stay tuned. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K.